Welcome to Yellowface, a conversation about our Asian American experience. My name's Jason. I'm an editor in New York. My name is Diane. I'm a cook slash chef slash things here in New York as well. Slash things. Slash I just made Jason re-record what our intro was because I was uncomfortable about talking about myself. And now I'm doing it anyway. We'll talk about ourselves. We can happily talk about ourselves. Well, what we also wanted to talk about today was um, the Crazy Rich Asians movie. Crazy Rich Asians! Which the last time we got together, we talked about how we were... Had very... uh, How we were like... We had mixed feelings. We had mixed feelings. I have to also add that many people I know have heard that episode. Uh Uh-huh. And are very excited about this Uh follow-up. Uh-huh review because i think we both brought up points of view that were like legit you know i think that i think that a lot of people i mean we represented like the duality of perspectives Mm -hmm. that people were feeling about this movie i hope so and i i like that we did that i'm really happy we were able to be honest about this kind of momentous occasion right Did you feel like... Okay, wait. Hold on. Wait, are you going to say something about the movie? No, I wasn't going to say something about the movie. I was going to say, did you feel like your opinion... Because when we recorded that, that was like, I don't know, a month and a half ago, nearly Mm -hmm. two months ago. Yep. And at that point, I felt like the movie was still an abstract sort of an idea. Yeah. And then... Did you feel like going into the movie after the big marketing blitz, after all of the magazine covers and the stories about that, like from that point when we recorded that first episode versus the moment right before you sat down in your movie theater seat, did you feel like your perspective and excitement and attitude toward the feeling, toward the movie had changed or were you still kind of like begrudging and et cetera? Um, It definitely changed. I think as the date approached, Uh Seeing all the hype on my Instagram feed. It was a really... It became like a huge thing. It was just the week before it launched. I felt like everyone I I know who um, had access to the the premiere or the preview of the movie or some kind of like pre-screening all went and were trying to promote it heavily Mm -hmm. without giving away any of the storyline. I think that's what got me excited because no one was like quiet about it i hear you saying. you know what totally, i'm saying totally. it's like you're like, it's like oh it can't be that bad. yeah it can't word be that bad no one's hating on it right um okay but before we get into anything i want both of us to take like a second mm-hmm. and then on a count of three give our grade rating mm-hmm. of the movie so take a second to think like about, a to f yes a to f okay. and minuses and pluses got it got it got it got it, got it. okay are allowed okay are you counting to three ca- i'll count to three okay on a count of three. One, two, three. B. B. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. whoa! Whoa! I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We never even talked about this. Yeah, I know. I, that's literally all I've been saying in group discussions with people. Because I saw the movie. I was lucky enough to see the movie with Calvin before. His, his white boyfriend. My white boyfriend. <laughs> who was invited to a screening, like maybe two or three weeks before the movie and afterwards i liked it calvin loved it mm-hmm. like l- like liked it much more than i did to the point where he f- 
felt like my being almost like lukewarm like it was like hating on it so like i would go so we would have conversations with people and they'd be like oh you saw the movie like what did you think of the movie and then calvin would be like i loved it but jason hated it and then i'd have to like explain myself and constantly be like no i didn't hate it I give it a solid B. I felt like it was a very solid, good B movie. Like, did I think it was amazing? No. Yeah. Do, do I think that I would have as much affection for it if it were not full of Asian people? No. Like, mm-hmm. quite honestly, no. Mm-hmm. As, like, um, a meaningful artifact of representation for us in this exact moment, like, huge bonus points. I felt it was fun. It was, like kind of like the summer movie you wanted to watch like the thing is my standards for romantic comedy i fucking love romantic comedy yeah like i love romantic comedies i don't think that romantic comedies are a genre of film that should be dismissed or that are necessarily bad or that are necessarily not smart Mm -hmm. and i think that like nora efron movies are like so good sleepless in seattle and you've got mail are like perfectly constructed films that just happen to be funny and romantic i think that bridget jones's diary is fucking genius i think richard curtis is a genius i love four weddings and a funeral etc etc we just lost a bunch of followers just kidding yeah i'm sorry i know no i I know i actually like clueless is a romantic comedy i think it's brilliant yeah emma is a fantastic romantic comedy like jane austen is romantic comedy i think that there is a way that like romantic comedy can be so good and smart crazy rich asians does not touch any of those movies like the dialogue is not there there are parts of it that are like very on the nose in a way that like if you are a fan of the book you would be like oh that was so heavy-handed and in the book was done very very well Mm -hmm. there's just different things i feel like it's two things my only criticisms of it are like as a fan of romantic comedy it doesn't touch the things that i consider are are classics and then as somebody who loved the book and thought the book was very very smart yeah generally movies are not as good as the books that they were adapted from and and i would say that this is the case um but as a fun movie like totally easy chill summer movie so i similarly had the this experience of watching it with um both my white boyfriend peter and his well and friends and family so meaning i just went with a big group because i think the idea is to drive those opening weekend numbers up I mean, the whole goal is to, like, I mean, for our listeners, like, the whole reason why people are hyped about it, and if you didn't catch our last episode, is that, you know, it's the first movie in 25 years with an all-Asian cast. It's directed by an Asian director. Like a big, um, like a big box office movie. Big box office movie. Studio um, film. That also had Asian-American actors in it as well, and is, is billed as an American movie. Um, the author of Crazy Rich Asians, Kevin Kwan, is Asian as well. Um, okay, so anyway, the idea is to bring as many people as possible to opening night or opening weekend so that you get this huge box office hit, in which case more Asian-led films um, could be greenlit in the future. So I did go in a little reluctantly because I'm the kind of person who doesn't like going to any movie on opening weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just madness. It's just madness. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'd rather wait to see what other people Word think of the of movie. Yes. Things like that. 
we I so I went in just kind of like let's 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 go let's see how it is why is this all it'd be for me is that it was actually better than what I thought it'd be yeah but it also like Jason said like you said it's it does not touch the romantic comedies that I love and but here's the thing what annoyed me was that in the follow-up conversations I had with various people namely a large group of like I mean just I think there have been a lot of white allies who are such supporters of the Asian American experience that they almost felt it almost felt like they would shoot down any sort of like negative remark I had also sure. about the or criticism I yes, had about the film. Yes, I hear what you're saying. And I'm just and it, it boggles my mind a little bit because I feel like I'm allowed to have an opinion about the quality of the movie without it seeming like I'm talking shit on the Asian American experience. Right, 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 right. I have never criticized the fact that oh yeah, I don't want to go see it because it's an all Asian cast. Totally. My biggest thing was I wasn't a huge fan of the fact that Constant Wu was the lead. I still I remember, yeah. Still don't think that she um I I thought I think she's a great actress, but I just didn't really like love the role that she had in the movie. I remember our conversation that you were yeah. like it would be nice if we could open if we could expand our mind a little bit and say there is more than one Asian American actress out there, maybe we could have gone with an unknown and yet it's like we have to go to Constance Wu because she's just the she's one. She's the one. Right. She's the one Asian American actress there is out there. And then, you know, but at the same time, I didn't know what to expect from mm-hmm, Aquafina. Mm-hmm. I thought Aquafina, like everyone thought, was amazing. So that was actually a really surprising part of the movie that, you know, made me, like, I'm giving it a B very generously because, to be honest, I was expecting a C plus movie. Right. Right, right, right. Based on the casting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Based on what I know. Right. So anyway, I think it boggles my mind that I can't say these things nowadays in front of like well Asians and white people alike who love the movie, apparently. Um, I can't say this without backlash. Yeah. Without kind of like beggars can't be choosers like that's yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, vibe yeah, i'm yeah, getting yeah, it's yeah. like oh well you know it, that's not the point like i hate when people are like that's not the point do people say that to you i've had conversations Ugh. with people who are like that's not the point you should just be happy that this like not you should just be happy but we should celebrate the fact that this is like this even happened right right and right, right. you know my friend Mandy and I had a great conversation about this and we were saying she agrees with us mm-hmm. in that it wasn't the best rom-com out there. It was enjoyable. Right. But she was saying as... And, and by the way, Mandy went to the same high school as me and Jason. And again, we're from this town where Asians are the majority, right? So she's saying that for a lot of us who hail from Arcadia or like grew up the way we did, for us to see Asian people on the big screen, it's not like... Oh my god, I can't believe it. It's like, yeah, bitch, it should have happened like years ago. Sure, sure. And to me, not being able to critique something like a piece of art that Asian people have made means that we're again saying that it's the other. Like, it, we're again putting it in its own category of like, well, you know, 
like um what is it called in college when you're like given when you're a minority what is that called in college when you're a minority like, affirmative except, action uh, yeah yeah it's oh. like uh, sorry <laughs> in college sorry excuse me it's like affirmative action for movies right which is complicated i hear exactly you know what I'm oh saying? my god i have so many I want to go back to this last point and then I have to go back to so many other points that you made is that I felt like this outpouring of, I know you're not a Twitter person, but on Twitter and on social media, there were a lot of like mini little tweet threads that went viral because there were like Asians saying, I can't believe how meaningful it was for me to feel like I looked around on the screen and saw faces like mine. I I don't know why, but I walked into that theater, the lights went down, and tears started streaming down my face. And there were people saying, I've never felt proud to be Asian. My entire life I've wished I was white. It's a journey I'm still on. Mm-hmm. And seeing this movie affirm to me that Asian is beautiful, etc., etc. I'm so proud to be Asian, etc., etc. And I read those not rolling my eyes, but feeling like, oh, wow, other people's experience is definitely not mine. Like, I think that on principle, normatively, it's a normative good that we should have representation. It definitely matters. Did it impact me in this emotionally resonant way that apparently it did other people? Definitely not. I feel like, to your point, high fucking time that this happened but I wasn't, like, gut-punched that it did. And it wasn't, to me, like, the argument that there's only one point to be had about Crazy Rich Asians, and the point is, let's celebrate it, is, like, so asinine and intellectually unsophisticated because two things, multiple things can be true at the same time. You can celebrate the fact that this is happening and also say... There are things about it that make it not high art and, like, great cinema. Like... You know what? That's... I agree. And you know what? You would... We would have said that about any movie, really. And I want to treat it like it's any movie. Yes. Because to me, I'm sick of people... I'm sick of this, like, you know, the... The kid gloves. Yeah, the kid gloves with, with things that are racial. You know, because for me, I'm like, you know what? If we treat it like it's a normal work of art a normal like piece of cultural content then it becomes more believable as like not believable but it, it's normalized I hear you, you know I want there to be more Asian led movies and music and things like that so like the more you treat it like everything else the more frequent this will happen I without understand. people being you know in my head I'm like if I was if I was like a um a studio film studio and and this movie has happened already Sure, it made, like, it was a box office smash hit. But if I'm a studio, I'm like, okay, that can only happen once. Mm-hmm. This is the one time you're going to have the movie that's that should have been made 25, mm-hmm. many times 25 years ago. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, now I'm going to be like, all right, that already happened. If I do another all-Asian cast, am I going to still get the numbers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's like you want people to go in there and have feedback like it's a regular movie. So next time, it's not like, oh, well, I'm going to hire them because they're Asian. Right. Even though their acting might not be on par or like even though it's not a great movie. And the next time that happens, they get shitty reviews or shitty uh, like attendance. 
then what are they going to do? Like, never have an Asian, all Asian cast or Asian people in movies ever again. Do you know what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. It's like, let's just treat it like a normal movie. And the truth is, it wasn't bad. It was actually pretty funny. Sure. But there were plot holes. There was bad acting. There were there was bad. There was good acting. I thought that Constance was like the emotional heart of the movie. I found her very very believable. And then there are also multiple viewpoints of how Constance woo, and that's allowed. That's allowed completely. I also think though, in the same way that you and I feel this way, I don't begrudge other people who can't separate the emotional reaction to something like this with the intellectual, not intellectual, but like critical understanding of what something like this is. It's like, if like, let's say I watched Moonlight and thought that Moonlight was not good, which is not true because I actually love Moonlight and I've seen it like three times and end up bawling the entire time. But if there is somebody who watched Moonlight and felt like it was not good, I feel like the prudent thing to do is not voice your opinion in that kind of regard because, it's, because it becomes some kind of like ref- condemnation or reflection of like how you feel about like black characters on screen or black queer characters and then it becomes like it's so hard for so many people especially within that community or within our community to emotionally separate the two ideas that it's like it's almost easier to just be like well if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything well, at all well it, it's like horde mentality slash political correctness like the ultra liberals thing that we do and I'm totally guilty of it is like silencing any type of like alternative responses to things that we've kind of implicitly have decided is the norm is a societal it, good it, it, societal good is acceptable so it's like okay it's not pc to 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 be anti all asian people or whatever you know so suddenly anything that seems like some kind of a slight criticism that you can easily associate with that it becomes some referendum on this like yeah value rather than on this piece of art yeah but i find i i, I hear what you say i also think that like it's bizarre that you as a member of this community can't say something about a movie oh, yeah. that you want to treat with as much critical fairness as anybody else and then have a fucking white person tell you, oh, no, you can't say that. Like, that's absurd to me. It's it's more like, I mean, I didn't have any, like, white person tell me I wasn't allowed to say it. I just had a lot of, like, defensive white people who are like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, no one would ever say, like, you're not allowed to say that. But it's their reaction was like, really? I thought it was amazing. Like, I, I don't think that, you know, I, you know, it's stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, I could see, I could see through their eyes that they didn't believe what they said. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I know that, that like, I'm sure there are people out there who really thought it was the best movie they've ever seen. <laughs> I'm sure those people exist, but there are definitely people. With I'm, Astrid's acting, I'm sorry, come on. And also, if you haven't read the book, which I haven't read the book, 
I don't understand the whole Astrid, like, storyline. Mm-hmm. Because it just came in so randomly, and it just, like, there, you know, maybe yeah. it's leading into a second film. It is, it is, it is, but it is, it is. But the thing is, like, I only knew that because people who had read the book had to tell me, oh, the reason why it ended so abruptly with her is that she's going to be... She's being set up set for up her, for the next like, book. arc, yeah. And to be honest, I don't think I'd want to watch Gemma Chan. Sorry, yeah, like, agree. Like, not... not Stunningly gorgeous. A, stunningly gorgeous, but not for this role. No. And and this goes back to, like, um, I just recently watched two Asian-y things on, oh my, in quotes, Asian-y things on, in Netflix. One is called, it's a, it's a Netflix movie called To All the Boys I've Loved. I, to All the Boys I Loved Before I Watched I loved It before. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's her name? Um, Lana, Lana Lana Condor. Condor. Amazing actress. Amazing actress. Like, I love this movie. We had... Obviously, like, it is about an interracial dating situation, but it was mostly Asian female actresses, like, talking about making, like, you know, comments about Asian culture here and there, like, subtext, you know? And I was like, oh, this is done really well. It's funny. It was good. It's a good movie. Totally cute. That I forgot that they were Asian. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be able to forget. Like, I think my point is that with Crazy Rich Asians... Even though it's called Crazy Rich Asians, and even though the entire cast is Asian, I feel like the story, the theme, the the narrative, the theme, all of that is just human, right? Mm-hmm. So I should be able to forget in some instances that A, they're really rich, and B, they're all Asian. Mm-hmm. Because the feelings of love and sadness and disappointment, that's universal. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the the movies I love is that it it kind of tells a universal story, and you forget all the other the other things mm-hmm. you know the the you know what I'm saying, and I just feel like I couldn't I couldn't and why with crazy rich Asians, um because I don't know if I was I think I went in with too much of that this is the first movie. <laughs> In 25, like, I can tell you that this is the only thing I heard all week was, Mm -hmm. this is the first movie in 25 years with an all-Asian cast. Yeah. So I went in just being like, this is a first movie in 25 years Mm -hmm. with an all-Asian cast. Mm -hmm. Not, this is a cool rom-com about a woman who meets a guy and finds out that he's actually super rich. Sure. Right, right, right. Which is a storyline I don't love. But it's also something that I could easily lose myself in. Sure, sure, sure. Um, okay, just to go back to parts of the movie that, like, could have been done better. Yeah. In the book, it casts, like, a funny, satirical eye at the world of wealth. Yeah. And the funny, weird things that rich people do. This movie, I could not quite tell. Besides Peak Lin, besides Aquafina's family's house that was, like, beyond Versace, like, ridiculous. Yeah. I felt like every other display of wealth in the movie was not done for comedic effect. Was actually, like, straight ahead wealth worship. Like, you come to Tirasol Park and it's, like, fucking beautiful. The bachelor party on that private island is insane. 
or no, was it on a ship or something? I don't, or they yeah, helicoptered remember, or whatever. Yeah. Would, and then her bachelorette party on the private island was insane. And the shoppy trip you were supposed to... Like, every single moment was meant to be, like, the Sex in the City moment where Carrie opens the closet. And it's, like, this insane closet. Yeah. And it felt like, oh, I guess that's what you have to do in a movie. But, like... It's not as smart as it could have been in the book. Oh, yeah. Okay, so okay, so you're absolutely right. And that's exactly how I felt, too. Yeah. And why I couldn't just, like, suspend disbelief, mm-hmm. you know? Because, for instance, like, I was going to say the other Netflix thing that I watch is the series Meteor Garden. I have not seen that. So it's mm-hmm. like a remake of a Taiwanese TV show from, like, 10 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Except, or more than that, 20 years ago or whatever. The remake is... is all filmed in China. It's based on a Japanese manga series or whatever. Oh, wait. I've heard about yeah, this. Yeah, so it is... Because it's done in... It's been redone in Korean and it's been redone in Japanese and it's been redone in mainland China yeah, and Taiwan. It's yeah, like yeah, 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 the, yeah, it's There's a huge hype machine around it. So I watched it all. It was 38 episodes. Wow. All in Chinese. There are subtitles. I can luckily understand most of the conversations and the dialogue and stuff, but you know, I still needed the, the subtitles from time to time. So for that, it is a story also about a girl who's, like, average and middle class, and she meets her, like, rich savior or whatever, okay? All, all Asian cast, obviously. It was so much easier for me to, like, identify and believe and really get into the depth of that story because it... Yeah, sure, it's like you see a huge mansion, you see all this stuff, but there's also other things. There's things about her life, too. And obviously Crazy Rich Asians is a book about all these rich people, but I just felt like, was there something in the book that was more, like, human that we missed? Yeah. Like, conversations between her and her mother that we could have expounded on or or something that would have made it kind of, like, funny, but also, like, I don't know. It just, I, it, I get what you're saying. It felt like it was too much of, like... um a bad big budget movie like step it up and dance i think that's the same director actually it is oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. well exactly or like um what's the movie with like the car the car racing oh um too fast too furious yeah. fast and the furious fast and the furious it felt too much like that and that's not the kind of movie i like sure so but it's like a spectacle it's a like spectacle. a summer right flick and so we're allowed to say that is my point sure we're allowed to say that because it's a spectacle i mean to that point of what you're allowed to say do you remember that move that moment in the film where uh piklin aquafina and constance Wu and rachel are driving up to the party mm-hmm. and piklin's driving and they're like are you sure you gave me the right address and they get in and then there are these like bengali guards or i don't even know what kind of guards but it was very clear that they were like darker skin and southeast asian or different kind of asian and they were like intimidating and they were like there was a sense of danger that you didn't quite know what was going to happen yeah do you remember that yeah i do i remember sitting in that movie theater and be like oh that's a little problematic that like they're othering somebody of a different ethnicity to make their point of foreignness or whatever and then it becomes revealed that like oh, they're actually, like, security for the party. They're, like, hired security. There was a minor, a very minor Twitter... Everything comes back to Twitter. Uh Twitter, like, kerfuffle about that, that, like, there were... I don't know if it was South Asian, actually, or Southeast Asian tweeters saying they were highly offended by that moment. 
why is nobody talking about how fucked up that was, that that was racially insensitive? And yet, the whole point of Crazy Rich Asians is that it's this watershed moment for Asians, and so we can't get into the nuanced discussions of East Asian versus non-East Asian and the microaggressions that we're committing in this movie mm-hmm. against other East other Asians because it doesn't fit the narrative because the only narrative we have about this movie is it's so, so great for the Asian community that we can't even have this discussion. It never really caught up because nobody really wants to hear or talk about it. I didn't feel like it was problematic only because I know that that's what it's like there. And yeah. that part I felt very accurate. Like, it was very accurately depicting what culture is like in that part of the world. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that conversation is allowed to happen. That's what I'm saying. There, sh- We shouldn't silence people who want to talk about the movie in like and analyze it. It's okay. This is what movies and art and like music and and like all these things are meant to be put out into the world so people can receive it and do what they want with it. So I had a conversation with my roommate Christian and for a second he was like, "Well, I think movies should just like be enjoyed. Like we don't have to sit there and like overanalyze it." But I, I, I get what he's trying to say. It's kind of like, all right, everybody calm down. Calm down. Like, it's it's also just a movie. Do you know what I'm saying? And on both Definitely. sides, it's just a movie. Definitely. But at the same time, it's like, but it also is meant to be, like, you're, you're supposed to be reactive. Yes. Because you're experiencing something. And so I just, like, to me... I, I, I know you, you want to talk about, like, the storyline and, the and, like, kind of go into that. I just can't, I still can't get over the fact that even having this conversation feels wrong or something. Mm-hmm. Like, me and you with our follow-up combo. Like, I actually, I actually, before arriving here to talk about this, I was thinking about the previous conversation and how I'm, I'm thinking to myself, wow, I can't imagine all these, like, pro, uh, crazy rich Asian people how offended they must be if they had heard the last recording mm, where mm-hmm. I said that I don't I only would go out of like feeling obligation obligation and I was like oh god people must think I'm horrible and I'm like why why should I feel bad for not wanting yeah. to see a movie that I'm not interested in yeah like I just don't like that kind of romantic comedy yeah you know I get it I get it completely so I mean oh. I don't know I just I just wish it wasn't such, like... I'm glad it was a big deal. I'm glad everyone got excited. But I I want the, the conversation to continue. Right, right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So what would... Okay, I feel like we kind of have gone for... I don't know, half an hour shitting on this movie. Let's very quickly say... Okay, fine. Why, why were you pleasantly surprised? Okay, and why, why did you give it, it a B and not a C+. Right, right, right. Yeah. I laughed uh-huh. at many points in the movie. I love that they showcased Singapore's food culture. The hawker yes, scene was Yes, they took a awesome. real moment with that. You know, like, I thought it was really cool because any other movie would have done the same thing. You see scenes and vignettes of different cultures and stuff in, when the movie is being filmed in a different country. You, you know? should get so that. I like that they did that. And I loved... I love Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh was genius. She was amazing. So she was good. so believable. You don't even have to have had a mom like that or or experienced a mother like that to, to get it. To get it. 
Um, I thought Henry Golding was mm-hmm. amazing. I, you know, he just was like the perfect guy for that he role. He was that guy, yeah. And I don't care what people say about him being like half and how I actually I really don't care I really don't care because I'm like you know what then you you look at all of Singapore and you're like wait and and Malaysia and all those those countries you're like oh yeah I mean duh like the European influence mixed with China I mean you're gonna get mixed people sure and there's there also let's not forget there are South in South uh, Asians living all over Malaysia and Singapore right so yes there are going to be, there is going to be a huge range of Asians. Sure. I thought that was great. We saw that. Yes. Um, what else do I like about it? I'm, sadly, I think that was it, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I loved the Mahjong scene. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I thought that that was very that emotionally was satisfying. Yeah. Because you saw where Michelle Yeoh's character was coming from. I, I think we texted about this, that I did not... I don't even think that you're supposed to, even as an American, I was like, am I feeling for Michelle Yeoh because I'm Chinese? But I feel like even as American, you kind of get where she's coming from. She's like, I built this like dynastic thing, this interloper, Rachel, nobody is coming in and trying to like snatch it. Don't even know who the fuck she is. Her dad is not her dad or whatever it ends up being. Um... And so, like, I actually felt like I got it. And so that Mahjong scene was such a tightrope walk of you wanted Rachel to have her moment of, like, thumbing her nose at Michelle Yeoh, but you didn't want Michelle Yeoh to, like, be dragged that far down because she didn't really do anything wrong. It was just, like, a really, exactly. like... I thought it was super, super well done. Um, I thought the Aquafina was really, really funny. It, there was controversy over whether she's, like, adopted a black scent for it, but whatever. I... I thought the Constance Wu was very, very good. Um, I thought the Henry Golding was very charming. The men in the movie were fucking gorgeous. I thought that that was a very, very, like, sexy part of the movie that, like, people have been talking about. But I wish would get, like, even more. I want, like, magazine spreads devoted to all the men of Crazy Rich Asians. Um, I don't know. It was, like, just, like easy and fun i thought the clothes were kind of fun not like perfect but like there was enough like fun stylistic choices made in there you didn't think the guys were cute i didn't i'm sorry like multiple people were like get ready for eye candy and i watched and i was like i don't not into those guys i if you watch meteor garden the main guy i love because the taste thing but this is what i'm saying like i also feel like there were there were levels of like um, white culturalism mm-hmm. in the movie, which also makes sense because it is an accurate reflection of what goes on mm-hmm. in Asia, where like all the side characters, like the funny characters, were like shorter Asian guys and whatever, and like the hot friend was like big buff. Sure, it's a very. I don't know if we were going to say Eurocentric, but it's a very stereotypical view of what constitutes a sexy man. Like, he is buff. He has abs. Yeah. He is tall. He has a deep voice. He has symmetrical facial features. But to your point, I think it's good that they were able to showcase that type of Asian man as opposed to the Asian men who are often shown on television or movies. Right. Which is the opposite of that. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. I do appreciate for sure. that. For sure. So, 
I know. I'm I'm conflating, like, my personal taste with, like, their intention. I hear what you're saying, though. When we arrive at a world in which there can be an Asian Timothy Chalamet who can be (laughs) perceived as sexy, then we'll know we have arrived. And right now, we're still in this idea of, like, the only person who's a sexy man looks like Chris Pine or Chris Evans or Chris Pratt. Right. I'm, like, I'm I'm looking for, like... um, my hot Asian Edward Norton. I hear you. I hear you. Like that, not Edward Norton in American History X, but like Edward Norton at his like... Primal fear. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, on that but, note, I'm glad we got to talk about this. And are we done talking? To Do you have other things to say? No, 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 no. I don't actually. I was I going to, because I feel like we have, I pretty much have said everything I want to say and I don't want to. Does that mean the conversation about crazy rich Asian is officially over? I mean, if we want it to be. If anybody else has to any other honest, comments, like, talk to us. Yeah. We're available. Uh, to be honest, I'm kind of over-talking about it. I just want it to be, like, normal. I wouldn't talk about any movie for this long. Yeah. And I've been talking about it every We've day been for, for the time. last two weeks. Not I, just with you, with everyone. We are ready. We are done. I'm Let's ready close the book. for it to happen again. I want it to be... A sequel is already happening, yeah. Uh, maybe not necessarily Crazy Rich Asians, right, but I want more. Movie. And I want us to be able to just, like... Treat it like it's the normal, the norm, and not be told that we're being insensitive when we don't like something that features Asian actors. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.